Hello, America. Welcome to the Board Dads Podcast. This is episode five. Episode five, yet another yes. installment. Another installment in a multi-part series on board games and the dads that play them. And not just the dads. But the, but the men behind the game. But the men and the women and the children, too. <laughs> Sorry, Star Wars reference. Let's get behind the board. No, we're kidding. So today's board game that we're talking about is Thunder Road, the Ram and Wreck survival game. And this game is brought to you from all the way from 1986. Yep, very good year. Uh, some of us were not alive at that time. You're right. Some of us were in the womb at that time. I was alive. I was in the womb. Okay. That's personal information. Yes. So, this game is made by Milton Bradley. Um, it's from 1986, at least the American version is. I'm not sure about the UK version. It might be older or newer. I'm not sure. Designed for ages 10 and up for two to four players. And the from the front of the box here, the goal is eliminate your opponents and own the last surviving car on the game board. So, first and foremost, I don't know if this like was supposed to sync up with certain movies that may have been in the movie theaters at that particular time when this game came out. But think like Mad Max meets Road Warrior, the original one, and that's pretty much what this game is. So it comes with it's it's a, it's it's fairly um it's fairly creative, but it basically comes with two game boards, like separate game boards that are basically like rectangular in shape. They're about like I don't know maybe six inches standard to game board length. Like if you think of like Monopoly, for example. It's about the length of that board, maybe a bit longer. But they fit together to basically form this really long desert road. Or I should say, two spaces of the board going up and down the length of it are the the road. The rest of it is like a desert wasteland. They don't form just any road. They form the Thunder Road. You're right. You're right. Not to be confused with the Thunder Dome. Or the Thunder Hammer. Or the Thunder Hammer. So basically what happens is when you set up the game... Two to four players, you set the board up so it's like this basically this gigantic rectangle. And before you can select your your color of, of what, your, I guess, guy you want to be, um, there's a bunch of wrecks. They're little black plastic miniatures that are damaged or wrecked cars that are kind of placed semi-randomly on the board. There are spaces for them, but they're kind of spread out across the length of the board. They honestly look like if you took a Micro Machines and took the nice fancy cover off and it's like the black undercarriage underneath the Micro Machines, that's what it looks like. But they're, they're a little bigger than Micro Machines. Yeah, but they're bigger than Micro Yes. Anyway, so what you do is you decide what color you want and each person gets three different vehicles and a helicopter. We'll talk about the difference in a second between the, those, but um, basically the two to four players that are playing, you pick there's orange, green, white, and... Uh, skin color? Skin. Flesh, flesh tone? Flesh tone, neutral. I, I think the color is nude. Taupe? I think it's nude. But you decide, who go, you decide who goes first, and the board tells you where each vehicle for each color starts. So you put all your cars out, you put all the wrecked cars out, and then you go first. Now the object of this game, like we, like we said from reading the box earlier, is to be essentially last man standing, or in this case, last vehicle running. Um, and so what happens is, is when it's your turn, there are three regular D6, so the six-sided die, the one that everyone's familiar with, three yellow six-sided die that you roll. And when you roll those die, you basically pick which die roll will move which vehicle of yours. So if you roll like a six, a four, and a five, you might say, okay, this car takes the six, this car takes the four, this car takes the five, and they can only move forward. You can't move backwards, but they basically move forward 
that number of spaces, either down the road or through this desert wasteland. Now, even though the desert wasteland looks like it has cliffs and cacti and other crap in the way, it doesn't slow your vehicles down at all. They just power through it. And speaking of the vehicles, inside the box, there's actually a... There's specs for the vehicles. The word I'm looking for is dossier. I think it's dossier. There's a dossier, dossier. I don't speak French. Me neither. Of each vehicle, which gives its stats, which is kind of fun. It's just flavor text. Flavor text, but they all have sweet names. Yeah, so I guess we could back up a little bit. So the three co- the three vehicles you can pick, they're the same for everybody. The only thing different is the color, is you have the Doom Buggy. That's so, D-O-O-M-E. So the, no, there's no E. Oh, D-U-M-E. Sorry, Doom. <laughs> D-O-O-M. D-O-O-M. See what they did there? So the Doom Buggy is um, a scout vehicle. It's got 160 horsepower V6 turbo rat engine, whatever that is. And the weaponry is handheld firearms. So, effective. The next one up is the Avenger. Not to be confused with the movie that's Shovel Remain Nameless. It's currently in theaters. Which Shovel Remain Nameless and which this podcast may or may not be uh, brought to you by. Yes. Uh, the Avenger is a this next step up. It's a cruiser. It's got an 800 horsepower, um, or I'm sorry, 600 horsepower VA supercharger with a blower. That one's got a rear-mounted semi-automatic machine gun. The next vehicle up is the, 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 the Avengers, like your classic Mad Max vehicle with a driver and some dude in the back with a big yeah. old gun. Think any like post-apocalyptic '80s movie that involves a dusty road and some kind of souped-up car with guns uh, on it. It two, looks yeah, like two-door that. Thunderbird with an open back and some dude in the back. Basically, yeah. Um, then the next one up is the Eliminator, um, and that one is the the strongest one. It's basically, apparently, according to the diagram here, it's 18 feet long and seven feet wide, and it's powered by a 2,850 pound thrust single shaft turbo jet with afterburners um, and has a front mounted 40 millimeter cannon. <laughs> so it's a bruiser. The other thing that you start with is the Thunder Chopper, which is just literally a helicopter with a dude, like an open air helicopter with a dude sitting in the front of it. Comes with a swing mounted 40 millimeter grenade launcher and it flies. So those are the vehicles you start with. Each one has a certain rank. Doom Buggy's a 4, Avengers a 5, Eliminators a 6, the Thunder Chopper doesn't count. So you place these things on the board, and the Thunder Chopper you keep in front of you. And like I said, you roll the die, you decide which car takes which die roll, and you move forward, and the idea is to keep moving forward. Now, at the end of your roll, if you stop within one space behind an enemy vehicle, you can basically attack that vehicle, in which case you use a red die to roll and... Do you both roll one? That's a negatory Ghost Rider. If I'm attacking Sean, what vehicle I have doesn't matter. If I'm behind him, either directly behind him, or if he's diagonal on, on either one side above or below me, or right and left, or however you want to look at it, I would roll a die. And in order for me to successfully hit him, I have to roll the dice equal to the power of his car. Equal to or greater. Equal to or greater. So the Doom Buggy, I have to roll four, five, or six. The Avenger, a 5 or 6, and the Eliminator, I have to roll a straight 6. Now, the Doom Buggy with handheld firearms on a perfect roll can take down the tank. I I don't know how that's possible, but there's a chink in the armor. Yeah, it's just basically just a die roll. So what happens is if you successfully hit the vehicle, everything only has one life. So if your roll is successful, and then the car becomes a wreck, and you literally turn it over on its upside down in the space, the little square that, that it was hit in, and it stays there 
until you, by luck of the draw, roll double sixes. If during your turn you happen to roll double sixes, you can repair that car, turn it upright, and continue your turn. Now, speaking of damaging cars, there's two other ways to damage a car. One is to ram them. So if I land by exact count on one of my opponent's vehicles with one of mine, then it, uh, then I ram. And what we do at that point is we each take a red die and roll it. And we take the result of that roll and we add it to the power of our car. So if I take my Doom buggy, which has a power of four, and I ram Sean's Avenger, which has a power of five, we each roll a die, add the die to that power, and whoever has the highest roll wins. If I win as the you know the attacker. initiator or the attacker, his car is wrecked and it's turned up like you said. If it's a tie, or if I win the defender, or if he wins, then both cars we're just money. hanging out on the same spot together yeah. until the next move and we go from there. Right, both cars are made money. Now you can also do the same thing if you want to try and power through one of the wrecks that's already on the board. You can also do that um, by basically a die roll and if you roll i think it's like a, a, a four yeah, or five or six five or it's six. successful if it's a one two three then you're, you're wrecked. also wrecked you can really go around them pretty easily i don't know why anyone would want to do that i guess it's very rare if you want to in a four player game that might be yeah. exciting but yeah the last way to damage a car an enemy's car is with the thunder chopper and essentially what that does is you just place it behind and you just say, I'm shooting you. He can attack anywhere on the board. Again, always moving forward. Yes. He, he, you shoot and then he rolls a die and it's the same thing. If he rolls a equal to the car's power or greater, he scores a hit. If he doesn't, then the car is fine and the chopper just hangs out. It stays, <laughs> stays in that same spot. He can only attack once until... The game moves on. Now, now that we've kind of got some of those the boring facts out of the way, the, the interesting part about this game is the game board, as we stated, is only two pieces that are connected like lengthways together, so it forms a big long rectangle. So what happens is, is the moment any car at all moves to the edge of the board and has once or more spaces to move, quote-unquote, off the board, then before you do that, you actually take the board the car is currently on. Um, the rear board. The rear, no, the, well, the front board. Oh, the front you take the front board. Slide it back, take the rear board, lift it up, dump all the cars off, and then connect it to the front. So you're basically creating kind of almost like a in stepping fashion, an infinite road ahead of you. And now what happens is, is if any cars get dumped, then they are out of the game forever. You cannot bring them back. The only thing that comes back is if the helicopter gets dumped because it attacked somebody and it's still sitting there, then that one just goes back in front of you and he can then attack again on your turn once he gets dumped. The other thing that, that comes back is the wrecks that were there at the start of the game, the black ones just sit there, those also keep being replaced. But basically that keeps happening. So basically you're kind of shooting each other uh, you know, as you move up the board, and the board keeps dumping cars that fall behind and whatnot until there is one car left running. Think of or an, one, one person with a car running. Think of an NES game where as you go along... Like a side-scroller. There's a side-scroller, the screen is scrolling, and if you get caught, you're dead. And... The scenery never changes, mm -hmm. and it's just repetitive, which is fine for the purpose of the game, but essentially that's it. It's a simple mechanic, but it's uh, you can't lag behind. Right. Well, the, the thing that's kind of funny, too, is that, it, first of all, if, if you, have, you only have three vehicles, if all of them are wrecked, meaning they're still on the board, but they're upside down because they got shot, hit something, whatever, 
you still roll every time on your turn. You just can't do anything unless you happen to roll double sixes. If you roll double sixes, you repair one vehicle, then that vehicle can therefore take its turn. Otherwise, you just keep rolling back and forth, rolling on um, every, every turn, and hope that you get double sixes. The dumping of the car happens if your guy falls behind, or if he's wrecked and just never gets repaired, then at that point he will be dumped. But like I said, the object of the game is to be the last person that has a car that's running. Not a car that's dumped, but a car that's running. Um, as long as you have that, then you basically win, and you are the Thunder, Thunder Lord, King. Thunder King Thunder champion. champion. Yeah. Now, something that we forgot to mention. We made that up. It's not a real term for the game. It's not a real term. But we should talk to Brad. Yeah. Know. One thing that we forgot to mention in the game, too, is... I guess you're, is, the, you're the sole survivor, it says. Sole survivor. This is Thunder Road. There is a road going down the middle of the board, as Sean mentioned. Oh, yeah. And when you drive, when you get your cars on that street, the asphalt part of the road... It's only two squares wide out of, like... Six seven, squares, six, yeah. seven squares across. When you put your cars on there and they begin their turn on that road, road, there is another special die which is uh, has numeric values, not pips on them, but it's a uh, who says pips? Gladys Knight. Well played. Uh, no, the the uh, dots on the dies we're talking about. Yes. So this one, this one's a black die that has numbers on it, yeah. one through four. One through four. Yeah. And you roll that in addition to your yellow movement die. And when you do that, all of your cars, so if I've got two out of my three cars on the road, I roll this this street bonus die, I would move my cars the way I selected, as Sean mentioned, per the yellow die, but they also get to move. You add the black die to any car that's on the road. That is called the road bonus. The road bonus. And so as far as getting, like if I want to sweep Sean in the dust, if I get on the road, I have a greater chance of doing that because I can add you know, at least one space every turn to my movement. Yeah. So it's really a good idea to get on the road. Yes, there definitely is advantageous, but it's not necessary to win, necessarily. The thing I like about this game, too, is, like, the miniatures. Like, there, there's three separate cars and a helicopter that each player gets, and even though all the pieces, the game pieces that each player get are identical, except for the color, the cars themselves, apparently when you open the box, you have to assemble them. I bought mine used, so it was already assembled. But each one, kind of, each car, it's not just three generic, like, game pieces that look like cars. They actually match the description and the picture that is in the box. So the Eliminator's like this big old tang-looking thing with, like, a rocket on the back. And the, hel the Thunder Chopper actually has, like, a spinning propeller on top that's on a little stand, so it's kind of, like, in the air. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, it's got some toy factor to it, for sure. Yeah, Which definitely. is always a, always a plus for us. Oh, and the helicopter cannot be killed or attacked. Forgot to add that. Side note. Yeah. Basically invincible, essentially. But he can only attack once until he gets dumped. Then he goes back in front of you. Then he can attack again. But that's basically Thunder Road. Not much to it. We played this game last night. I got killed. That's the second time that I've been able to murder. True. That game was pretty close, though. And we realized later that we were playing like a like a to the death, where it's like if you're, all your cars got dumped, then you're the loser. But the actual rules state that just if your car's just wrecked... And there's and the well, one. The, the, the rule states if you're the last functioning vehicle. So if I've got two opponents and they're all wrecked and I have one car up, but they're still on the road and haven't been dumped yet, then I automatically win. win. Yeah. If there's me and opponent B, we each have a car, and Sean has a car on the road that's wrecked, he's still in it to try and repair his car up until 
either he's dumped or opponent B or myself gets wrecked or falls behind and gets dumped off the board. And I got wrecked. And he got wrecked. R-E-K-T. Yes. So that is Thunder Road. But why don't we do this? What are your thoughts on this game, bro? I think it's simple. The box box says 10 and up. To be honest with you, I think that is could be very much lowered. The reason why is because all you need to do is be able to count. If you yeah. can count the dice, then you can you can play this game. Other than reading the rule book, there's no other reading. The point system for each car, how we said each each car has its own power, four, five, and six. It's actually printed on the bottom of the cards as well. So there's a, a four, five, and six on the bottom of the car. So you don't have to actually reference anything. Once you get the rules down from the rule book, you don't have to do any reading at all. Yes. Now that being said, it's simple, but I think its design is in such a way where it's exciting. And the reason why is because you can puddle along and just drive down the road. And what keeps people from saying, okay, I'll be on the left side, you'll be on the right side, and you'll go down the middle, and we just keep going forever, is you have the chopper. And so you can throw the chopper out at your enemies, shoot them, and mess them up. And that then starts creating some tension on the game to, crap, you know, Mike, I've got a car down, I've got two cars down. I need to start knocking him down in order for me to be able to catch up and kind of even the stakes a little bit here or what have you. Well, I did that to you last night. You were like one space away from going off the board and having to like, you know, dump all the cars on the backboard. So I used my chopper. I just happened to get a good roll and wreck your car like at the finish line, basically. So I was able to save myself one more round. He was. And he wrecked me. And I actually, the roll that, uh, I rolled a perfect roll, three sixes, and I repaired my car. Repaired yourself, and yeah. <laughs> and so moved in like 10 spaces. It was last, pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty but awesome. anyway, it was fun. So, it's a simple game. There's not much to it, but I enjoy it. I, it's weird. It's, there's nothing to it. It's a quick game, but the tension behind it is a lot of fun because it's, it's a smash and grab game. Like, I, no, it's not a grab, it's just a smash game. I can, you I grab victory. I grab victory from a Jaws of Defeat, yes. Yes. But I enjoy it. It's it's simple in its design, yet elegant in its playing. That's lame. Well said. But it's true. Well said. And I really like the kind of the the moving board, you know, where you continuously you dump the cars, place the tile on the front, and keep going. It's a it's an ongoing it's an ongoing map. Well, it's kind of like it's kind of symbolic of like well, if we're in this post apocalyptic world that this game is based around, it's like the road goes on forever and it's just desolate and it just goes on and on and on. You have to try and survive. I don't think it's a post apocalyptic world so much as driving through Nevada. Honestly, that's exactly what I thought. Like, is this Highway 80? That's what it looked like. It's true. Highway 80 going from basically Sacramento Sacramento to like Utah Utah, through like you know Winnemucca, Nevada. Nevada, or whatever. So it kind of looked like that. But no offense to all of our many, many, many fans in Nevada. Sorry to all of our Reno and Winnemucca, Loveland, Lovelock fan, fans. Don't forget BM. Elko. Battle Mountain. Battle Mountain. Uh, Bendover. Wendover. Sorry, guys. West Wendover. Yeah, please. Sorry, please. Sorry. West My bad. Wendover. My bad. Yeah, I like the game, though. It definitely is uh, very simple, but it's not, like, super boring, but it's, it's pretty easy to pick up, and... It is kind of one of those games where it's like, we played last night in like 20 minutes, I yeah, think. So it, it, is, it is pretty quick if you, once you get the rules down. So if it's, a, you know, you can kind of play it really quick and be like, oh, geez, it's already over. Well, I kind of want to try again and see if I can beat you. And you can see you can kind of do it again and get a couple games in. It's pretty, pretty good for that. And the other thing I was going to say is that the yeah. game's good. So the game is good. Now, I will say 
that if you were to put this, uh, like bring it to, if you bring this to like a convention or to like a, a con. F- FLGS or a con or something like that. Friendly local game store for those that aren't nerds. Yes. FLGS. FLGS. Or if you're not up on your latest acronyms. When I see it, I always want to say flags. And I just. When you're at your local flags or flag store. <laughs> your local flag store. When you're at your local flag store and you're playing Thunder Road. I love to decorate with flags. When you're at your local flag store and you're playing Thunder Road, it's one that it's got a unique board because it's this, like you said, this long rectangle thing that's probably four feet long when it's all together. It fits in a normal sized game box. Though. Yeah, yeah, because so. it breaks down, but it turns heads, uh, and people have fond memories of this game because it's it's simple, but fun to play, quick, easy, just good, simple fun. I'm pretty sure we've used uh, if you're if you're using uh, the board dad's bingo. I think you got a bingo just now on that easy, fun, and easy. Anyway, including so, the free space in the middle. Yes, also the free space. No, one thing I was going to say is we, we actually brought this game to BGG Con 2017. I think we've mentioned that in every episode we've so been far. There. We've been there. We've so, been to BGG Yeah, we met Eric Lang. It's whatever. No, we didn't. But we um, anyway, so we brought this game but, but kept it in the car and didn't actually bring it into play. But I thought it was really funny because while we were playing other games like Battle Masters and uh, some of the other like King Oil. King and Oil. Like and that. Some we of had some other vintages in upcoming episodes, so stay tuned. Nice. So some of the other games we played, there was, I think, like two or three guys that walked up, probably in their 40s or 50s, I would say, that walked up and said, oh, you guys play a vintage game? Hey, have you guys ever heard of Thunder Road? Man, that game was awesome. I wish I could find that game. And I just thought it was really interesting because we didn't have that game sitting out at all, hadn't talked about it, and they literally just walked up and asked about it. And, uh, I mean, the funny thing was we did have it, but we didn't actually end up bringing it out. But, I mean, it is it is kind of fun. I will say, too, that we wanted to keep this on the down low, but when we went to BGGCon, Sean said we left this in the car. We didn't drive a car. We actually drove the Eliminator from this game. Oh, that's true. We drove the Eliminator. We made it there in record time, because even though the car is 12,200 pounds, according to the literature. did we make it there in record time, or record time? (laughs) Well, and apparently the max speed is 150 miles an hour and can go 0 to 60 in 4.3 seconds. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's like a rocket ship. That. We, we busted our nitrous in that one. Yeah, I think we hit, the, we hit the NOS. The NOS. Yeah. Ball so, drinking NOS. So. Nice. Well played. Yeah, so anyways, fun game. And the... You were going to say something. No, I was, no, that was it about the BGG thing. But looking on Board Game Geek, when you look at this actual, this game's article for it. Profile. Profile. There's a ton of pictures on it, because apparently this game is really, really classic for a lot of people. And there are a ton of people that have modded this game, where they basically made their own miniatures for the vehicles that look amazing. It looks like something out of Road Warrior or Mad Max or something, where they have these like crazy, huge, um, really cool-looking... Semi-truck. Yeah, semi-trucks they've added, and you know, they, you know, like gas trucks and things they just use. But on the same game board that the game comes with. So I thought, it'd be pretty, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. I like seeing they're, people they're mod pretty, stuff. They're pretty cool. They pimped out the map and all kinds of stuff. So it's, it's pretty slick. I this guy put The guy put nails on the, on, the, on the car? Yeah. The bottom? Yep. It's pretty cool. Sorry. Any dang way. Okay. So overall, would you say that this has received the Board Dad's coveted, highly sought after 
seal of approval? I think so. Um, the, the the funny thing is, is I think every game we've played has had that seal of approval. Well, one it may have gotten a stamp of okayness with Key to the Kingdom. Yeah, but the thing four. is, is we didn't say stamp of approval in that episode, but we we're like, oh, it's a good game. I'd play it again, you know. So I think we gave it like a solid six. Yeah, it was a. It's not great. Good, not great. But it's not bad. Yeah, good, good, not great. Anyway, so that's Thunder Road. And the Thunder Road. And the Thunder Road. Now. Garth Brooks, shout out. This episode is brought to you by Garth Brooks Thunder Rolls. Thunder Rolls. <laughs> you can find Garth Brooks on YouTube or his website, whatever that is. On <laughs> YouTube and Garth Brooks. <laughs> you can YouTube Garth Brooks. Go to Garth Brooks' website. GarthBrooks.com. Allegedly GarthBrooks.com. Yeah. Um, also brought to you by Dr. Pepper. Also brought to you by Dr. Pepper. Which is now Keurig. Although, to be fair, we should have been drinking Dr. Thunder when we recorded this. This episode is brought to you by Dr. Thunder. Also Dr. K. Also Dr. Skipper. We're alienating half the pod listeners right now. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, like, I don't know what they put in here. There's 23 flavors. I think one of them is cream juice. That's what I heard. No, seriously, I heard that was that was like the... Guys, if you research on the internet, Google it, and see if there's prune juice or prune flavor in Dr. Pepper. And let us know. Email talk, us. Talk to NASA. You, you Talk to NASA, because, yeah. You can find us online on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Bored Dads. That's B-O-A-R-D-D-A-D-S. It's a pun. It's dad humor. It's a play, yeah, it's a play on words, because... Bored like you're bored, but also because we play board games. You get it. It's funny. Email us. Boreddads at gmail.com. B-O-A-R-D-D-A-D-S again at gmail.com. Not the again part, but yes. Not again. Also, BGG. We have a guild on there. We have awesome things going on there, so go ahead and check that out. a lot of awesome things going on. Also, special thanks to Crash Bomb, the band for our intro and outro music. Awesome guys, look them up on uh, Facebook, on all the social medias. They use an eight-bit NES Nintendo to record Nintendo songs, and they are—I don't know if they're the only, but certainly the Bay Area's best Nintendo core band. Also, just really cool guys. So, uh, thanks to them for letting us for letting us use their song for our intro and outro music. Uh, the name of that song is "What Happened to Our Friendship, Bro." In case you're wondering, yes, check them out. And that's all from the Board Dad Studios. Board Dad, this episode is brought to you from Board Dad Studios in the far distant, wonderful land of Board Dadia. Actually, I thought we were in the barren wasteland of Thunder Roadville. See, that's the thing about Board Dadia. It has a it portal. Wherever yeah, it's in there's the minds, a door, and you go in there. Minds hearts of its listeners. It. So that's where we are. Yes. Now, on behalf of my brother Sean, myself, and all the inhabitants. Uh, Bored Daddy, uh, stay bored. Stay bored.